Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson, and we are on episode three of the Left Coast Quarterback Rankings. So excited. My favorite time of the year to talk about these quarterbacks and put them. We all rank them individually, 1 through 57. Yes, that's right. 57 quarterbacks started a game in 2019. And then we put those lists together to come down with the final list, the master list. You look at this list like it's the Bible. It will tell you who the best quarterbacks in the league are and why you should be happy or angry if you're an NFL franchise, a fan of an NFL team. Mitch Trubisky has already been named. All your Chicago quarterbacks have already been named. If you're a Chicago fan, you're done. Go listen to the past podcast and hope for a bright future. We might be talking about a guy soon, though, that might be coming into your neck of the woods to give Mitch Trubisky a challenge because we're now going through quarterbacks 32 to 17, the bottom tier starters of the NFL. If you have a guy here, you might feel good about his placement. You might feel bad about his placement. But let me tell you guys a little spoiler warning. You're going to be hearing a lot of my voice because I am so different on a lot of these guys than the other two hosts with me that I'm going to be doing a lot of defending here, a lot of of explaining of my positioning on these guys. 32 through 17, the bottom-tier rankings. We have Super Bowl winners. We have rookies. We have guys who are entrenched. We have guys who started all 16 games this season. We have guys, and one guy in particular, where we all ranked at the exact same spot. The <laughs> I love when that happens, where we, uh, where we have all these quarterbacks, and yet all three of us say, nah, this guy's definitely 25th. That's, my, that's one we, of my favorite things we about know the he's list, 25th. is how far we can differ on some guys and how we can think that other guys are in the exact same spot, and there's no question about it. Last week, we had the, uh, the elite backup division, 40 through 33. To recap those, number 40 was RG3, 39, Marcus Mariota, Case Keenum at 38, 37, Matt Moore, 36 was the retired Eli Manning, 35th, the rookie Dwayne Haskins, 34th, that awful Mitch Trubisky, and 33rd, just missing the cut of starter, Drew Locke. Ah. You guys ready to get into it? Let's do it. I'm so excited. We're finally talking about starters. Mr. 32. Mr. 32 came in as a t- at a tie with the 31st overall, but he's here because we all ranked him right around here, and I think it's perfect. The worst starter in the league, Andy Dalton. Yeah. The Red Rifle. Right now. I mean, come on. Right? It, 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 he had a good start to the season, if but things I had fell to fast. Paint, if I had to paint a guy who's the base level of starter, I think Andy Dalton's perfect he for it. He threw for about 3,500 yards, uh, 16 touchdowns, 14 picks for Andy Dalton this past season. He's play, He's been on this list all four I, seasons. Started off as the uh, 17th 17th overall the first time we ranked him, fell to 26th and 28th, now 32nd overall. Drew, what do you have to say? I have him higher, guys. Not much. Um, yeah, we all have him around here. 29th you have him at. But... Now that I'm, we're talking about him, I think he might even be higher than than that. Than that. He, here's the reason What's why. What's making you change your mind? He went to a lot of playoff games. Now, he didn't win any of them. Yes. But he did consistently win 10 win seasons, home playoff games, did not win any of them. Now, what's what was the difference? Well, obviously, he had a team around him that could do stuff. He had some weapons. He had, you know. Um, A.J. Green. Yeah, He's got a terrible you. offensive line, to be fair. Oh, the Bengals, as Tony – unbelievably predicted great worst team in all football they were awful this year so obviously they're kind of tanking they they were tanking this year he's proven himself as a winning commodity now obviously he's not like you know he he's he's not a top 10 quarterback by any stretch of imagination but i still think he's got stuff in the tank to go and compete for a star job i remember on our pod um when we were talking about i'm like oh he's kind of clipboard 
you know, kind of lifetime back uh, yeah. backup. I think he might have something left in the tank, given, play. given the right opportunity. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not sure myself. 32nd yeah. overall, Dangles, I think you agree with where he placed. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you sure. know, I, I wouldn't be, I would be okay with him uh, being a backup in New England. You he know? tied. Yeah, <laughs> be fine, be be fine. I'd be he, fine with that. He tied with a guy who might be the starter next year in Carolina. Kyle Allen came in at 31st overall. Again, we were not too much different on him. Drew had him just out of starting position. Yeah. I think if we made these rankings halfway through the season, Kyle Allen's a top 20 quarterback. He would have been yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had him at twenty-eight. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit higher than where we ranked him. I had him on a uh, on a, one of our actually in your fantasy league, Tony. I ended up having to shift to him uh, uh, because Ouch. Uh, yeah, uh, Ouch. it was bad. Well, I had drafted Phil Rivers, and that wasn't going well from a fantasy fantasy perspective yeah. for me. So I had to change course. And Kyle Allen was, uh, you know, he was he was fine. Um, uh, but, bad the um, second half. Of the season. Bad the second half the second of the half. season. Terrible but he showed. Bad. But again, thrown into the fire, showed a lot of promise. Uh, showed he can make the throws. Showed he can lead a team to victory. Um, um, having Christian McCaffrey helps. But. It's fu- it's funny when you guys, you look back on the season, like, yeah, he was so bad they benched him, and then Will Greer come in, and they went, hey, Kyle, come on back. Yeah, you know what? We, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, come on back we, out uh, here. Hand up. We, we were wrong. <laughs> Comes in at 31st overall. Notice we haven't mentioned the name Cam Newton yet. Interested to see what Carolina does with Cam. But number 30th overall, another guy, if we ranked these, made these rankings halfway through, would be a lot higher. But he took over the world when it came to the NFL social media-wise. Gardner Minshew at 30th overall. Drew. You had him at thirty fifth overall. Yeah. You don't think he deserves to be a starter in this league? I don't. I, I think I think Gardner Minshew is uh, a traveling backup for the rest of his life. Mm. Um, listen, awesome personality. Yep. Heard interviews with him. Seems like a cool ass dude to hang out with, yeah. drink a beer with. Yeah. You know he can sing a little bit, but um, too many just awful performances for me to like. Even I mean the the, the we backed him in London. He was horrible. Yep. That was um, bad game. He was horrible. And like I said. I don't think I see him as a long-term starter any anywhere. Similar to like you know, like an unproven Matt Moore, maybe a spot start. Um, I don't think he's a bad guy to have on a roster. I certainly believe he should be on a roster, but I'm not buying him as the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars one bit. Nor do I think he has uh, the longevity of a of a staying power of a starting quarterback. See, I I, I think I think he's got that. I feel to guard Minshew like you felt to Drew Locke from the last podcast. Really? Where it's like I agree. I think he has the intangibles to wow. win in this league. Me too. Interesting. I don't know okay. if he has like the arm power or the 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 sort of the ability to, hi- to have the height and be able to read the field. But I think he has. I think people want to play for him, and he makes yeah. the team better being on that team. Twenty one touchdowns to six interceptions. That shows good decision making. I like to me. him a lot. And he has okay. the ability also to throw up to guys that are unproven. He made DJ Chark. He made him last Jaguars year. Jaguars were a bad team last year. There's no way around terrible that. Terrible team. No, and I think he did a lot with what little he had. I'm saying think, if he had more around him. you know. And and I think he's coachable. He's incredibly coachable. Mike Lee's just talked about, talked about how coachable he was as a guy who's bounced from program to program. As we know, he had a long road getting to the NFL and yeah. even to Washington State. Yeah. You know, had to go through JUCO and bounce through a couple of uh, universities before he finally landed at, uh, uh, in Pullman. But, you know, this is a guy I do think that has a future in, in the NFL. Shit. Madden just gave him a 97 overall card in Ultimate Team. Like they, they think <laughs> he's, they think he's really good. He's, um, <laughs> he's the ultimate dude that like if, if he's on my team as a backup, I'm thrilled. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, cool. Very happy I mean, look him. if you if you got to lean on him to start again, 30 uh, th- over 3,000 yards, 21 touchdowns, six interceptions. They beat the Titans with him. Um, yeah, they beat the uh, Broncos with him. They beat the Colts. They beat the Raiders. Like they beat some some decent teams. Uh, I, think I think he's those, got. I think he's got what's there. I think those stats are a little inflated because they were just getting dump trucks. Yeah, and, a lot and, of. And, and it may be they're playing from behind a lot. You're right. Around. You are right. Yeah.
But Minshew comes in at number 30th overall, number 29th overall, a guy that Minshew hopes to be, a guy that Drew said pretty much he's going to be. Number 29th overall is Fitzmagic, Ryan Fitzpatrick. We all had him in this rankings. And for this, this is the highest he's ever been on these rankings. He came in the first year 37th and 32nd and 35th. Now he's officially a starter in our eyes, 29th overall for Fitzy. Good on him. Number 28th overall. Let me start to explain myself here. Let me No, I don't need to explain myself. I'm right. You're wrong. Because I had number 28th overall all the way up to 22nd. Dangles didn't have him as a starter. Drew had him as the bottom starter in the league. Number 28th overall is Big Dick Nick. Why do you guys think Nick Foles doesn't deserve to be a starter in this league? And why do I think correctly that this guy's a former Super Bowl winner, a guy that's thrown seven touchdowns in a game, Fell a guy that can make every throw in the world? He won them that Super oh, he, Bowl, he Dangles. Definitely won. And I think Nick Foles has a chance to be an actual playoff quarterback, uh, playoff caliber quarterback in this league. I think he had an awful injury last year. He came back too soon, didn't have the arm strength, was benched again. Am I wrong on this, or do you guys think you've ranked Nick a little I, too I, low? I, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, Tony. My thing with Nick Foles, it, it, there's nothing tangible. There's nothing mathematical. There's nothing even – it's my eye test. It's like he has some magic in Philly that was unexplainable. Yeah. I want to see him do that somewhere – not in Philly because he really hasn't done it. Yes, correct. Um, and you know, I just think he's in a situation now with the Jaguars and they're kind of blowing up and rebuilding. I don't think that's a team. I don't. I, I don't think he can be successful in that environment. You don't. I think no. I think he can go to like maybe a proven contender with an awesome defense and kind of be kind of a game manager, i.e., like a Kirk Cousins or yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, something like that. Yeah. And be successful. I don't think he can be the guy when a four-win team trying to rise to the ranks. See, I think you could put him on Chicago right now and they'd win the division. I do. I think Nick Foles wow. is a successful that's quarterback. That's really bold. But now that you say that, that's actually kind of a good fit for him. I don't think Nick it Foles is. could it go is. to like you know. I don't think Nick Foles could lead a team by himself. To me, he's a poor man. He's a poor man's Kirk Cousins, as we'll talk about. I think yes. Jimmy. Gra- I think he's a rich man's I, Case Keenum. I, I, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Honestly, like poor that's, man's Kirk Cousins. To me, that's or, what he is. Or, 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 or like a, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I think that environment with the Jaguars, that contract's bad. You're paying way too much money. Oh, the tough contract. You know, definitely and, a tough and contract. And I, I try to take that and count in the rankings too. Yeah. So it's like that's a brutal contract. He's in a brutal situation with the Jags. Yeah. I just don't like the situation he's in. Yeah, I feel you. I, I think Nick Foles has some promise. Dangles, you want to say anything about Big Dick Nick, the no, man who I mean, stole a Super Bowl I from tend, you? I tend to agree with with Drew. I just don't think he's. I, I don't think he's as good as as people make him out to be. Um, yeah, he he won a Super Bowl. Good for him. Um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, n- no, His I mean, look, he came back. He came back from his injury, and they were all excited about it. They put him in, and I'm pretty sure he didn't make it through that game before no, he got yeah. before he got benched again See, for Minshew because that was a better because Minshew was a better quarterback at the time. But it has to. It was a collarbone injury, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. I saw him come back from a collarbone injury. He came back one game too soon against Minnesota, and he had three interceptions in that game that were underthrown balls because his mind said, "I can make that throw," and his body's like, "We can't do that right. yet." Nick Foles was in the same position. I think it's a big bounce back year for Nick Foles. Only quarterback on a list that can give himself a wedgie with his own dick. <laughs> he comes That's in at 28th really overall. Just, <laughs> I did, I that was from did Leon not, from Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, I did I not started. need. <laughs> number 27th overall, New York Giants fans, listen up. Number 27th <laughs> overall is Danny Dimes. And we all had him here. Danny Dimes, I think he was okay. I don't think he's uh, the quarterback of the future in New York, although he deserves to be a starter in this league at 27th overall. Number 26, funny, we all had him at 25th. Unanimous winner, number 26 in the league, is Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Ballgame. Hey. 
It's going to It's going to be interesting to see where Teddy plays next year because at, we all think ranking him 25th each, he deserves to be a starter in this league, correct? Do you do you think our rankings were at all tainted by the fact that I think we we were all collectively impressed by how well he led the Saints in Drew Brees' absence where it was it was it was his opportunity to blow like right yes. that was absolutely his that was his season to lose for them. They yes. put everything they had on Teddy Bridgewater, and they won the majority of the games that he, he started. Five and one. He cost Drew. me a lot of money. I faded him numerous weeks, and he did. W- it wasn't like and a lot they of people won the I'm game. Sure did Teddy, you know what I mean? Teddy was yeah. making throws in those games. We had he was no doing everything he was asked to do. Very, very impressed by. We him. had no reason to believe that that he was going to come back and do that. I mean, this is a guy who almost got who almost ended up having to quit the NFL because of how gruesome his leg injury. almost got amputated. Yeah, because of how gruesome an injury he suffered in training camp a few years ago. So the the fact that he was able to do what he did uh, in a cornered position, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I mean, I guess I want that would be my question is sort of how much do you guys think that played into us ranking him as high as he did? He still had decent stats. You know, he still threw um, nine touchdowns, two interceptions, 1384 yardage. Um, he was a 68 percent completion. Yeah. Those are decent numbers for the games that he never was prolific. But um, he was serviceable. But he was I don't think you can argue he's a top twenty-five quarterback. I think, yeah. I, I, I don't think yeah. you can argue that. And I, I think, think yeah. I think, given the situation, uh, in the in the right spot, he deserves he deserves a chance at minimum to be kind of the leader in the clubhouse before training camp to be the starter. I'm not sure how many jobs are out there that are gonna, you know, I'm trying to think off the top of my head right now, like. It's just different because do you bring a guy like that in and give him a big contract like Nick Foles, which is a disaster, or do you bring him in on a one-year deal, a prove-it deal, or bring him in like in a bear situation where he's got to compete with someone? That's the it's thing. It's going to be interesting to see where he lands because if I'm uh, trying to build a team and I have a question marks of quarterbacks, I would much rather have Teddy Bridgewater for X amount of dollars than Andy Dalton for a little bit I less. I know it would never happen, but close your eyes and imagine Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I, I'm I'm I mean, I'm sitting here looking at leadership. Dangles. I'm sitting here looking at Dangle saying, "Imagine Teddy Bridgewater in a Patriots uniform." I would love that. Again, that. he's another guy I'd love as a backup. I think that would be great, and uh, and someone not just as not a backup, but as a potential Dangles. as a potential to take over for Tom Brady. I was going to say, Dangles, you might not have a quarterback in New England. Yeah. We yeah. still don't know where Tom Brady's, Brady's coming. Land. Brady's coming back. We still don't uh, know. I, I agree. With Brady's Dangles. coming. I'm not. I'm not. I haven't changed my mind on this since we spoke about it last. Brady's going to be a Patriot next year. Take it to the bank. Speaking of uh, AFC East, I agree with you for the record. Daniel. Let's stick in the AFC East. We have now the first quarterback who started all 16 games last year. The first quarterback to start all 16 games next year improves one spot on his rankings from the year before. He is 25th overall. I ranked him lower, and I'm the only. I'm the reason he's at 25th, and that's Josh Allen. Drew had him as the 20th overall. Dangles is the 21st. I had him as barely a starter because, again, You've guys, never liked him, though, and I yeah, knew, you, you, I you, knew you he have was— some, You have some bias towards him, which I you need to get over. I knew he was going to be low. He can't throw the ball. He cannot e- efficiently throw the football. Okay, I was going to say, he can throw the ball, whether or we not were, he's accurate is we a We were talking question. last podcast about Dwayne Haskins, how he misses little slant passes over the middle. He throws it too high. He throws it behind him. You expect them to fix that. Josh Allen has not fixed that. It's been two years now, and he started all of these games. He cannot successfully complete the football. He is an elite-level athlete, one of the best athletes on the field, and is a leader. The team loves him. But at the quarterback position, sometimes you got to make throws, and it was clear in the playoff game that he lost that he could not make the throws you need to do to win a football How game. How much did he improve from year two to year one? Oh, it definitely improved. Definitely improved. His upside, I think, oh, and, and, and I misspoke last pod. I actually have him rated as my highest in that 2018 draft class over Darnold, over Mayfield. Minus Lamar. 
Where did you have him on your list, Tony? I had him 28th overall. How do you have the 28th, a playoff quarterback as the 28th? That, that is, that to me is, because he's a fucking winner, man. You see him him dive over the line against football games. That's right. He is a winner. He's a gamer and he's a winner. And I don't understand how you have a guy who made the playoffs. Because... Because Lower the, on your list than Teddy Bridgewater. Because the team behind him that didn't make the playoffs, the seventh seed was the Pittsburgh Steelers by Mason Rudolph. So it doesn't matter yeah. who the quarterback is if you're going to make the playoffs there. That team had an amazing defense and a great uh, uh, scheme running the football with Devin Singletary and Frank Gore. Josh Allen They sucks. don't make the playoffs with Matt Barkley. No, they I, don't. I, I think they make the playoffs no, with anyone no, else no. on this list. Oh, oh, oh absolutely Wait, wait, not. wait. They're not uh, even 57? in. They're no, no, not no, no, even I'm sorry. in those games. <laughs> Any, anyone? Luke Falk. I think with fucking Daniel Jones, I think with Teddy Bridgewater, I think with Nick Foles, Buffalo Bills make the playoffs last year. That's a very, very well-coached uh, team. Agree. Josh yeah, Allen stinks. I don't know about that. Josh Allen, he comes in at 25th. say he stinks. You can say maybe he, like, he hasn't got his – he does not stink. He oh, he's stink. not Luke Fox. Listeners of the podcast, though, know that Tony has never liked or Josh Allen, not since he's been drafted. I like the Bills. He, he is, we've, he, he's come around on the Bills. I think in the years on the show, he's yeah. come around on well, the Bills. Yeah, but, but he's never liked Josh Allen, so I do think there is a little bit of personal animosity for whatever reason towards Josh Allen. And that's fine. We've all got our quarterbacks that we don't like. I don't like Nick Foles. I think he stinks. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen, 25th overall, did start all six. That, the reason why but I he had actually him, stinks. Josh Allen is good. The reason why I had Josh <laughs> Allen is high as 28th on my book is because he started all 16 games. That means something to me. Josh Allen comes in at 25th overall. So kind of you to hand him 28th overall for starting. Would you at least acknowledge his upside? Or, or are you saying he's just like, he's not going to do it for you? I see ever. him as the same. I see him as a stronger armed Mitch Trubisky. Uh, that's exactly where I put him. And that's why I said I put him at 28th and not 34th like Mitch Trubisky. I, I think he's got a better arm, but still can't hit the broad side of a, a barn. That's a backstabbing for a playoff quarterback, 28th, though. No, that's a, ba- I, I, that's a backstabbing. It, 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 it's it's, where's it's our next where you put playoff? him, and, and your analogy is not incorrect. Where's our next playoff quarterback? But I just think his upside is massively, massively higher than Mitch Trubisky's yeah. opinion. Yeah. Number 24th overall was a tie with the guy who was 23rd. Uh, number 24th, we're not going to talk too much about him because we all ranked him around here, Jacoby Brissett. I will say this, though. If you're Indy, I hear a lot of talk about Indy saying they want to bring in a quarterback like a Phil Rivers or something like that. Uh, are you not okay with just having Jacoby? I don't understand what the big what the problem is. This is a, this is a kid who's only going to get better, who has only gotten better every single year and, that he has been a starter. And he's been thrown into shitty situations literally from the start of his career. He had to step in and take over for Jimmy Garoppolo when he had that AC injury a couple years yeah. ago in New England. Like, Here's this is problem. a guy who knows how to make... And you know, lemons, D- Drew, lemonade out of lemons. Drew talked last week about Drew Locke coming in, not having any practice, not having any of this. Jacoby Brissett, yes, he took a lot of first team reps in training camp, but that whole time it was like, all right, Andrew Luck's going to be the quarterback. I'm going to hold the clipboard, and then suddenly, hey man, 16 games, you ready? It's yours. And here's yeah. my problem: six and two, I think five and three, some of the first eight games. Uh, when opponents got tape of him, different they quarterback. Out. He also got injured halfway. Different through. quarterback. I, I I think the tape did a lot for him in a negative uh, fashion. There, um, I still think. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. I just don't think I don't. I'd be hard pressed to think he's the future unless they build just an unstoppable force around him. I think I think Indy can win with Jacoby. I don't. I, if I, I was Indy, I would not pay They've big money to enough. bring in a Phil. You can Rivers. win with him. You can't win because of him. I, I, but I, I'd say I'd build around him. Why I does mean, it matter? You can as long be. As you win. You can be no. the San Fran 49ers with Jacoby Brissett. You can do that. You can absolutely do that. 
Jacoby yeah. Brissett to me is not that far off from Jimmy G. No, I agree with that. So I, agree I, with I don't that. know. I, I, if I was Indy, I would like uh, Jacoby, the man who tied him though, and is one spot higher because I had him as the 18th ranked quarterback. I think this guy is a stud. 23rd overall though. Dangles had him as low as 29th. That's Sam Darnold. Dangles, I understand the New York Jets have won because well, he, he puts his mouth on stuff, honestly. Like, that's that's my real reason, and they have won Bupkis. <laughs> They've won shit with him, but I think Sam Donald is the future in the Jets. I think he can make every throw in the book. He's, I like the way good. he's built. I like the way his mind is. I have him as a starter. Yeah, but 29th, though, man. I mean, you're, uh, that's a guy that they paid a the premium draft position The New York Jets are the third in. worst team in Correct. the NFL. It only makes sense that their quarterback would be the third worst starter in the we're, NFL. We're, he's right where he ought to be. He came in a 20th last year, though. He falls 23rd this year do you think he had a worse season than his rookie campaign yes yeah yeah absolutely yeah do you think he regressed I think he didn't improve yeah let's say stay the same I mean which is as good to me that's as good as the thing regression. about the thing about Darnold that I don't like is he had this problem in college we talk about accuracy yeah he just threw a lot of picks in college he against did. good defenses yes I don't like Gase I don't think anyone likes Gase um, the Le'Veon Bell contract's a disaster already. Already. I mean, who who would have thought that? Oh, they paid this holdout running back all this yeah. money. It's a disaster. Again, it's situations. We get, we know this. We're talking about with, with Burrow and the Bengals about going situation. Like, the NFL ruins more quarterbacks than it develops. Yes. And if he's put in this bad situation where it's toxic on all levels, New York media, um, bad coaching, not great personnel around him, I think he can, again, like very similar to... Yeah, but he doesn't come Very from- similar to Dwayne Haskins for me. Like, if this guy is just a fucking bust in three years, I'm like, eh. Or if he turns into a... He has he obviously has the upside where he got drafted. His I arm potential to be a top, be a ten, top quarterback. ten quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and and again that one's that I guess that would surprise me. It wouldn't shock me. I yeah. can't imagine the media matters too much to him. Coming from USC, you're already dealing with that kind of and scrutiny you know here in Los Angeles. He's probably yeah. the biggest fan of Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones took a lot of media off. He's of the a Jets. Redondo Beach kid. He's just you know I don't know. I'm just I'm not. I'm not look, he puts his mouth on things and he gets mono. Like we know this. This yes. is he's not a bright he's not a bright guy. At least so far he hasn't made he hasn't made smart decisions. Uh, uh, you know, and then and uh, uh, but but in in any event, I do still think he's a starter in this league. He's yeah. still showing a lot of sure. promise. Um, and you get a little bit more, some more weapons around him. He's got two years to figure it out. That offensive line for as good of players as they have on that line was terrible. It's a, last it's a badly year. built team. It's a badly built team, he's and not, as Drew said, it's a badly coached team. He's and not I, going anywhere for two years. He's exactly. Got two years to out. In my opinion. I, I think he has the chance to be a, a playoff quarterback in the AFC East once Tom Brady calls its quits. And uh, I don't know, man. I I still think – you know why I have him as high as I do? I think it's because I still remember the Rose Bowl that he played in. And he just made every throw under the sun with the setting Pasadena uh, sunset. It just looked so fucking perfect. I was like, that kid's the best quarterback I've ever seen. <laughs> so I think I'm still holding out hope for Sam Donald from that one game. And that's how uh, most drafts work. Number 22. Dangles, we need to uh, uh, apologize for last year's mistake. Number 22 comes in. He also started all 16 games this season, and it's Baker Mayfield. We did not differ a lot on where we placed Baker Ooh, Mayfield, yeah. but the fall from grace, Dangles, uh, we had him 10th last year. Wow. Yeah. And why we wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't you? Based on we, the last eight games, we put a lot of. I mean, yeah, we we took his last eight games and we put a lot of weight in that. We really apparently felt he was uh, the future of the Browns, and he did not. Can have I talk that about Baker Mayfield? Season, One please. Second. Yes, I was going to ask uh, Dangles real quick before we kick it over to Drew. We all had him again around the same spot. Uh, do you think number? Uh, do you think Baker Mayfield is closer in his career to the tenth best or the twenty second best? Because there's a, I know it's a lot of, not a lot of difference in numerical value, but when you're top ten, you're an elite level guy. If you're twenty two, you're like, well, we can get someone better. You know, 
all I've got is two years to work with, right? A good one and a bad one. Yes. Um, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think because because it's backwards, right? He comes in as a halfway through the season as a as you know filling in uh, for I can't even remember who he he came in for. It's been it, it because that's how little it matters. T Mobile. Uh, oh yeah, it was. It yeah. totally was Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he comes in. He comes. Good pull. Good pull. Yeah, he comes yeah. in to fill uh, fill in eight games for the season for Tyrod Taylor, and he's stud. He's an absolute stud, and we rank him tenth. And then he gets a whole off season of practice. He gets to go to training camp as QB one and take and all Odell. the reps with expectations and with, Odell, with Odell and Jarvis, or guys who are yeah. played together. Like their chemistry is already built in. We all we know what all the hype was for the Browns before, and then just six goes out there and just throws interception after interception. He does even does all the progressive ads they 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 lined him up for all the endorsements thinking he was gonna have a great season over and over and and he just flopped i want to give him the benefit of the doubt i want to say that was just a sophomoric sophomore campaign yes and that he is gonna turn things around he's got the arm he's got the legs he's got the smarts he can make the nfl throws we've seen all that stuff there maybe this was just the freddie kitchens that's exactly yeah it's it shouldn't be called benefit of the the doubt the kitchen should be called the benefit of the kitchens it's it's the kitchens what do you have to say about baker share for the sharp uh hot take here uh <laughs> sell all baker mayfield stock oh no sell it sell it sell it sell <laughs> oh it. no dangles i literally disagree i mean he has the arm he has the legs he has the smarts i don't think he has any of those honestly wow because here's the thing he's not accurate he's not he's not athletic enough to run in this league and that was my thing watching him last year while handicapping these games he would try to get outside the pocket like he could in the big 12 against defenses that weren't existent i think his numbers in college were inflated by terrible big 12 defenses i think he's not been developed in coaching and who did the browns get thank you we don't even know who the fucking coach is oh joe judge Right? Yeah, Joe Judge. No, oh, no I'm not the head coach. They don't have a coach yet. Do oh, they? yeah, they do. They, they they hired the Minnesota Vikings offensive oh, coordinator. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, who had a really good performance against the 49ers. I don't even know what his name is. No one does. <laughs> no one does. I, don't, I couldn't tell you his name. Uh, the guy does all these commercials. He obviously is a good businessman making all this money. Um, I'm out on him. I'm out. Now, if he comes back with some vengeance year, that's fine. But even him chirping to fans in the tunnels, why don't you come down here and say it yourself? He just can't do that. He doesn't get it. Yeah. He doesn't get it. So he is the lowest. I have Allen ahead of him. I have Darnold ahead of him. I have Drew Locke ahead of him. Um, and I'm just I'm selling Baker stock. I've watched enough of him to 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 make to. That's my position. I'm not wavering it no matter what offseason. And Dangles to your point, yeah, the second eight games of his rookie year, sure, he put up some numbers. Their season was already lost. Yep. He's playing with house money. He gets part of your job as a quarterback and your leadership is to manage egos, is to make your playmakers happy. Yeah, you're, you're the end all be all. Odell on is is sauce of the national championship game. God knows his mental state. God. Uh, Landry's Landry's Landry. You know, you got Cream Hunt. Like he, he's about he's about the worst player, the worst quarterback to lead that team. That's why I use the the Bridgewater analogy. Yeah. So Schaefer the sharp, selling Baker stock. I'm selling it. Now let's talk about Joe Burrow. Because this guy's going to get drafted first overall. He's going to go to Cincinnati. He's going to be a Bengal. I think this spot right here, 22nd, is the spot we're going to be ranking him next year unless he exceeds expectations because he's coming in as the best thing since sliced bread. The thing that scares me about Joe Burrow is exactly what you said about Baker, that mindset of me against the world. And you kind of have to have that to be an elite-level player in any sport. But at the same time, if you don't uh, uh, if you don't have that output the right way, you're going to be yelling at fans on the sidelines and get yourself into trouble off the field. Joe Burrow, in my opinion, has that mindset to him. Drew, do you think Joe Burrow has a chance to let his personality get in the way of him being great? The difference between Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield to me is, one, 
Burrow played against SEC defenses for two years. Yeah, he's three inches taller. He comes from a coach's. He, he he's a coach's son. Yep, he was born with the football. Now Baker was never a high level recruit in 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 high school. Burrow was, and obviously he had one of the best years in college football history. Now he's not some prodigy, right? Yeah, he's not some like can't miss for six years. People know about him, but I think his maturity, given the fact that they're almost the same age, Burrow's twenty three years old. Yep. His person, of course. I mean, it's an open-ended question. Of course, his personality has a chance to get in the way, and we've already heard about like he, he knows he has leverage. Blah, blah blah. If I was Joe Burrow, I wouldn't be fucking around with the number one overall pick. No, I would take it, homegrown kid. Just do what you do. Yeah. But like I said, I think he's smart enough to know that you know people can, um, you know, coaches can ruin quarterbacks. They definitely can. But yeah, if you're if if I'm starting a team tomorrow and you give me Joe Burrow uh, or Baker Mayfield, I'm taking Joe Burrow. Uh, let's move on to the biggest question mark on this list. Number 21 overall. He's a guy who has not played a lot, but he's a guy who's been ranked very, very high on this list before. The first time we made this list, he was 11th overall, starting all 16 games. Then flew up to 8th, starting all 16 games. Twenty, uh, not, yeah, 2018, he had an injury-plagued season, fell to 18th. He is 21st right now, barely playing at all last year, and that's Cam Newton. Cam Cam, Cam Newton. I had him 20th individually, and I thought I was going to be raked across the coals for having him too high. I did too. I had him 24th, and I, I'm thinking to myself, I, I'm, I, you know, because there are certain guys who I'm putting on here. I'm in my head as I'm making this list. I'm going, I'm going to have to go to bat for this guy when, yeah. like, when we yes, get to the pod. That's what I thought. Cam was one of those guys at 24 for me. Drew I, had him all the way up at 17, and I had three. I had three stars on three quarterbacks on my list. This is my first star. What do you mean by star? How do we know anything about him? Exactly. How we do, don't. How do we know? We like, like, and and so like, I think I don't even think it's worth talking. about. All we about. have is a past. Yeah, I, I don't think it's worth talking about. Obviously, he was a, he was MVP less than five years ago. Yeah, fifteen but, and one. But we, it's been proven when he can't use his legs as a weapon, he's 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 a below average quarterback. So if that part of his game is gone moving forward, you kind of have to reevaluate him. Now, if he comes back healthy, once again we talk about situations, schemes, coaching. I just don't think we can really talk about him. I kind of put him here as like a. Eh? Exactly. Like because physically, thing, though, he's it, not even that old. That's the big. That's the big if though. Is like, if you're Carolina right now and you're trying to build for the future, whether you're trying to blow it up or not, what do you do with Cam Newton? Because you cut him loose and say good luck. You, do you really? Absolutely, Tony. He, there, there's no choice. He again is a former MVP. And you're going to like pay a, him ten million dollars a year to to do what? To to be on a six one team? I I I mean I. He, he could he's be gone. an asset. He, he could will be not an play unbelievable Carolina. asset. You know what I mean? Because well, if he goes away and goes to a team and suddenly is Cam Newton again, you're like, how did we ever let him go? When and you're other- rebuilding a ca- when you're re- re- rebuilding a team, you you can't you can't dictate ten to fifteen percent of your salary cap towards a quarterback when you have no expectations of winning eight games. You can't mm-hmm. do it. Well, the other thing with Cam, I think, and you know, we won't obviously don't talk a lot about this because it's not a sexy thing to talk about, but Cam loves Charlotte. Cam loves he, it. Yeah. There. He has made and an he imprint there. Is and he is in a lot of like he's the mayor of that town. Yeah. Like he's a guy who you know he's never going to pay for a drink at a bar. His meal's going to be cut. Even he'll pay, he'll pay for his meal's going to be you know people. Somebody will try to buy his, yeah. his dinners for him or something like that. This is a guy. You know, he's like Jason Veritek in Boston. He'll never buy another drink for himself anywhere. But I, I don't think Cam would. I mean, I think it's going to be hard for that franchise to, if they want to shoo him out the door, cut him loose, and say good luck, as as you suggest. That while that might be the best move for him, I think it's going to be tough for them to do that. I think Cam wants to stick around. I don't because they have a billionaire new owner who cares about long gains, not short term. Yeah. I think he's been successful in his life because he doesn't make decisions based on emotion or impulse. He knows it's the best decision for the organization. I think it's going to be a clean cut. 
I'm curious where he lands. I think the Bears is obviously an option. Yeah. I'm even thinking like a team like uh, like even the Colts we talked about. You know, you just, yeah. you just don't know. But this is the biggest. Again, I have three question marks. We'll get to them as I come. But um, this is just a huge question mark. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Montana, Randall Cunningham, Peyton Manning, and Cam Newton. Those are the only five quarterbacks in the history of the league to go 15-1 and one and win an MVP. Just saying. Does he and all those quarterbacks have Super Bowls besides Cam? Correct. Yeah. Uh, number 20, I cannot believe he got this high. I had him ranked 26th. You guys had him up to 16th. He was 36th last year, flew up to 20, had a hell of a postseason run. Ryan Tannehill is the 20th ranked quarterback in the league. Oh, come on. You had him where? 26th. Oh, my God, Tony. Listen, uh, Tony. Don't Tony. let one That's not year. Too far don't off. let one year. He's a shape, top twenty quarterback. Don't let one year shape the way you think about a guy. Who was his coach in Miami? Uh, Adam Gase. What has Adam Gase done to do anything positive for quarterbacks? He's, uh, you're not. You're not finding any fault on that argument. Okay, but he single-handedly, obviously, with King Henry, he took that Titans team to a deep run in the AFC playoffs by using his arm, mm-hmm. by using his legs. Mm-hmm. By using his leadership, mm-hmm. he had an awesome year, and he's going to get paid a lot of money, rightfully so. When he I, is a future quarterback in this. Uh, sorry, he's a future star in this league, and he's getting a three-year contract. He when is. I when I, he's definitely going to get paid a lot of money. Yeah, and this is why we have to have this conversation now because someone's going to pay him the Nick Foles contract. He's going to get that money. I think I think he might get a Kirk Cousins contract, but does he deserve it? And if you're, are you making a right decision by getting that? To me, you're not. Because he had a great year. Uh, you cannot deny how great this year was. But we've seen his career at work. And even in this year, he, when you get to the top 20, you need to have guys that are not Jacoby Brissett that you can win be- you you can win with him but not because of him. You cannot ever win a football game because of Ryan Tannehill. You can't do it. And he is not going to be the guy that goes, you know what, they got Ryan Tannehill. They're never going to worry about him. He can make the correct play. He's a very intelligent player. He deserves to be a starter. He is nowhere close to a top 20 quarterback, yet that's where he lands on this list. Dangles, do you got anything to say about big man Rye? No, I mean, I think, I, I don't know that I, I don't know that he's going to get Where do you have him, Dangles? I had him at 16th. You both had him at 16th. Dude, he's a top 20 quarterback. Tony. I had him at 16th. In my mind, he's not. He played that way down the stretch for me, and I don't think there's any reason to think he's going to stop. Like, like, I don't I, think, I'd rather I don't have Jacoby Brissett over him. How, how, how do you not acknowledge Adam Gase and his development oh, of him? I mean, look, I think <laughs> Adam Gase every single quarterback in some way is is a product, and what they do on the field is a product of the system that they're in. And I think when you evaluate where these quarterbacks are on your list, you have to take a look at the system that they're in and, and, and where they're playing and how the players around Because football is a team sport. Yeah. There's a, 10 other guys besides the quarterback position who are on the field who are doing things to help facilitate the quarterback's jobs, make it easier for him to complete a pass or hand the ball off or whatever you know the play calls for. Brian Tannehill fit perfectly into that puzzle. Yeah. In in and sure, he you know, he didn't have to throw for a ton of yards. He could get away with throwing for 88 yards and like, you know, two or three touchdowns. Yeah. Um he doesn't have to have prolific numbers, but the way that run and pass balance that Arthur Smith got going in Tennessee worked perfectly. And if they hang on to him and continue to do that, I see no reason to believe why he won't be a top 20 quarterback next year. Let's he was AJ Brown 
Jonu Smith, oh, yeah, King Henry. Again, great. the situation around him, I think it's perfect. And I think again, I'm not I'm not saying he's a he's an MVP candidate. Pro he's not a world beater for he's, sure. He's a top like, twenty quarterback. Uh, it's going to be interesting. If Nick Foles can win a Super Bowl, Ryan Tannehill can win a Super Bowl. Agreed. Come on, so I don't even think that's. I, I do not agree with. You're that You're only saying that because all. Foles is already a Super Bowl champion. If I had said who's going to be first to win a Super Bowl, Nick Foles or Ryan Tannehill, before Foles won the Super Bowl, who would you have said? I mean, again, I've been a fan of Nick Foles for a long time. I've been a fan of Nick Foles for a long time. Ryan Tannehill, to me, does not have the caliber that Nick Foles has. But let's go to a guy who does have the caliber. And he's also the guy, so far, who is the only one on this list that is already a free agent. Phil Rivers comes in at 19th, and I think it's a disservice to old man Phil. Yeah, I had him him a little higher. Phil Rivers uh, started all 16 games last year. But, guys, let me tell you this. We've done this, uh, this list for four years. Only three guys have started all 64 games. And Phil Rivers is one of them. So if you want to start that's talking about something. how how that's you know he's an old man he doesn't have a lot left in the tank he has not an missed a game an 18 year old golden retriever takes a shit every morning. <laughs> Phil Rivers, Daniels and I had him 13th and 14th respectively. Drew had him as low as 26 overall. It's the reason why Phil is 19th in our hearts. Ouchies. You guys are Drew. nuts. Jeez. You guys are nuts. So you think th- this is this is you 26? guys? 26. Listen. I love being part of Left Coast Gamblers, but when this <laughs> w- when this when this podcast started, it was like the transplants from L.A. Battle of two cities, and you guys have a little hard on for Phil Rivers. He, I, I, I will say yes, I've yes, watched a lot yes, more yes, of him yes, than you a lot do. of other people. Because I've noticed you guys both kind of like, well, Phil Rivers, he's pretty, you know, and maybe our boy Jared Goff who we're talking Rivers. to. Yeah, he's done. He's done. I'm he's, sell- no, he's nowhere near done. He is done. He's he shot putting the ball. His, 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 he has never, he has never shot, not put shot the ball. put the ball. That's his he's releasing motion. it from the hip at this point. That's his throwing <laughs> motion. He's releasing it from if his you hip. you think that's a problem, you haven't watched okay. him over his okay, career. Okay, well then oh, answer me this. Why is no one banging on his door to sign him right now? Oh, we don't know that. Because he doesn't want to leave San Diego. He's gone. Uh, but that's what I'm telling you. You mean he, L.A.? He wants, you mean L.A.? Whatever, yeah. What, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wherever the hell yeah. we are. No, he still lives in San Diego. I, no, he commutes I, every day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he does. He commutes. He does. No, listen. I, he loves it here. But I, but he's obviously the Chargers have moved His on. His family's yes, here. They've, they've, moved, got, they've, yeah, they've got they've got 84 kids in the right, public school yeah, system yeah. here. They can't just uproot 84 children from the, you know. The only the thing LA, he's ever pulled out of is contract negotiations. But listen. That guy, if that guy's on my, I think he's, I think he's got this year's potential to be last year's Joe Flacco. Anyone that brings really? him, in, absolutely. Anyone that brings him in, like, oh my god, we got Phil Rivers. I mean, he is going to be this year's Joe Flacco. Wow. Shave the sharp, back up the Brinks truck. Mark my words, he is Flacco's like, never the gunslinger that, that Rivers is. I think it's the. Uh, I, I get what he's saying though, but I, I think too, it's. I, I think too, it's the but, opposite. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I really think that anything that signs him is a mistake. Oh man, for see, more than like, and and, and what's his long term game here? Like, he against him for a year for like twenty million. Like, he's going for a Super Bowl. He's going for a ring. He he's was trying to get a ring. In my I get it. I understand. I get. But what team is in a position to? To pay him a lot of money for one to two years. Name one team. I don't know, man, but you're going to look at it. Chicago, someone, someone say, like Bears, that. Yeah. Or even, it's always the Bears. Or even fucking Tennessee. Like, I'm telling oh, you. they're not, no. I would rather have Phil Rivers 10 times out of 10 than Ryan Tannehill if I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. I think Phil Rivers still has a lot left in the tank. Last year, he was 7th overall, 10th and 12th the year before that. So it's not like he's played poorly. He's played an elite level. Yes, last year there was a drop-off. San Diego stunk. Anthony Lynn stinks. I think Rivers still has a lot left in the tank. He's the He's ugliest still quarterback. He's for the fourth most yards in the NFL. He is the ugliest form. He is the ugliest everything. He's a gunslinger to his heart. This is also Tony Cavallo, childhood, loves Brett Favre and loves guys that just say, fuck it, let's throw it deep. Phil Rivers is one of those guys. I'd love to have Phil on my team if I'm trying to. If All I have left is to answer is the quarterback question and Phil's out there. I'm throwing all my money at Phil for a one-year run. 
Number 18, he tied Phil Rivers. But because Dangles had him as the 11th-ranked quarterback, Derek Carr comes in at 18th. Dangles, what makes Derek Carr one step away from elite? He's stud. He's a stud, man. I think he does have that elite level talent. We've we've seen. I feel the like 11? I feel like I'm doing this every year. Like I don't want to throw back to that one. I mean, oh, he was a game away from like uh, uh, being the yes, MVP. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. Like this guy is not too far removed from that. Um, we've wow. seen that he has the ability to 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 lead a team. Where do you have him, Tony? Uh, uh, I had Derek Carr as the 23rd overall. And quarterback. you have him at 11th. Yes. Yeah. Drew wow. had him at 19. He ends up at 18. I might have been. Gen- I might have been a bit. Gen- I'm feeling a bit generous towards Derek Carr hey, the day like that him, I made this like list. Him. But I really do like Derek Carr. He is a leader um, of men, and he is. He's a force in that locker room. He's a guy you want to. Pl- you know, you want to play for. You want to play with. You want to play behind if you have to. Um, you what know, has he I, ever won? I. I we, uh, he had again, one year had where he almost year. had an he MVP. Had that year and, he and he broke his ankle. Yeah, right? I think he would have won. I think he would have won. started against the Texans. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And then Connor Cook started in the uh, yes. uh, uh, playoff yes. game, right. and they ended That's up right. losing. Um, he was like a game <laughs> away. For, he would have won MVP if he had stayed healthy through uh, the, the end one of that thing, season. The one thing defending Derek Carr in my eyes last year is he, he had an okay year. He, they did not win a lot of games. They were feisty. He also had one of the worst wide receiving cores in the history of mankind. Darren Waller was great at the tight end position, but his wide receivers were Dead. That was it. I like Dead Renfro. I like Renfro moving forward. I think. I think he's Derek, like, but Carr, he's going to be a career slot guy. You know sure, what I mean? Totally. He's going to be like a Wes Welker type. Yeah, yeah. You so know? I mean, if Wes Welker, uh, if he I turns think, into Wes Welker, he, that's big. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, Danny Amendola. I think Derek Carr has the chance to be the 11th best quarterback in the league, but he is not there yet, in my opinion. That's he fair. comes in at 18th I feel, overall. I feel good with him top 20, but I think that's kind of his ceiling. This guy's got a lot of question marks. He's been on this ranking all uh, four years for us. He's uh, at the same spot. Close. He was 15th the first time, fell to 25th and 30th the last I know two years. Who it is. This year, we all ranked him around the same two, and this is another guy where I made these rankings. I said, I'm going to have to defend this guy, and I had him lower than you two. Jameis Winston ends our yeah. podcast today as the 17th-ranked quarterback yeah, in the NFL. So. No, I don't think, again, I, I you know, you have to give some credit to what he did do, which was throw for the only be the only quarterback to throw for over five thousand yards and to throw for thirty touchdowns. You know, a 30, 33 30 line would not have looked that crazy on a <laughs> Brett Favre stat line yeah. when in his prime, would yes, it? I yes. mean, that's the kind of thing he does. And Jameis Winston, unfortunately, hasn't been good enough year over year over year to be able to get away with throwing as many touch or, uh, interceptions as he throws touchdowns. But he, for whatever reason, they've figured out what works in the deep passing game in Tampa. Oh, Bay. They've got, I mean, it helps to have two monster receivers yes. who could also run really fast in Mike Evans at six foot five yeah. and Chris Godwin at six foot three. So that's that helps. But they've had no running game. They've had to rely almost exclusively. Like you're playing the Buccaneers. You know what they're doing. <laughs> they're going to run on first down a couple of times, but they're throwing the ball. And he's still leading the league in passing and touchdowns. I think you got to give him some credit for that. This isn't a hot take. I'm not trying to be funny. You alerted us this news, Tony. Um, to our group text, the fact that this dude just had LASIK eye correction surgery yep. is fucking irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> it it truly is, and I can speak from experience because you know why. November ten years ago, I had LASIK surgery, and let me tell you something: it changes your life. And yeah. I, that is no, I'm not being dramatic. Yeah, I played sports my entire life after I was done playing competitively because you you're not supposed to have it till you're 24 years old. Yes, so. When I played sports, when I had contacts, I was sensitive to sweat. I was sensitive to light. If the if in basketball, the gyms, I'd have halo effects, bad lights in baseball, just kind of fuzzy. You literally wake up and it's like Jesus, you know, spit in the mud and rubbed it on your eyes. I mean, it, it is a new life. Yeah, it's the best investment I ever made to this day. Yeah, 
the fact that we saw him out there kind of squinting at the playbook, this and that. You see it often. I really believe this. I really, really believe this, that this surgery could make him a top 10 quarterback. I'm not kidding. I decision making all side, you got to be clear yeah. with your eyes. Yeah. Of anything, huh. of any sure. position, the quarterback. You can't, you can't and again, I can't, many, I can't understate this enough. That is a huge deal. And the fact that he waited, I'm not sure of his age now that I think of it, because I, I know you're supposed to mature until yeah. you're 24 yeah. years old. But at the same time, like, it's just insane that you have these resources, this money, these doctors, and you decide, oh, I guess I'll do it now. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, how many times last year did he make a throw and we were like, what did he see there? Like, well, how did he not what see if he that cornerback? What if, what I mean, if he, now what, we know why. What, what if, if he actually what, didn't what, see them? What if, what mm-hmm. if he's Patrick Mahomes next year? I mean, uh, it'd he, be unbelievable. He's got the talent. He's he, got the arm. He's well, no, one's one expect, expect, no one's expecting him to be, and I think that works in his favor, right? No one's expecting not him to be. Not even in his own uh, organization. They don't know if he's the future in Tampa. Well, they picked up his options, so he is kind of like a, a, a one-year deal. It's the Mitch whatever. Trubisky thing. Right. Yeah. Well, no, because he's ahead of Trubisky. Because, like, you have to declare your player option before the season starts. Yes. So they did that with Jameis. But I just think I think this is like one of the most like low key stories of the NFL offseason. Is, is the basics? I 100 percent because I just I've experienced it. Yeah, me and our friend of the show Brett Green, we got done together, you know, like in Arizona ten years ago, and it's just it's a crazy experience. Yeah, you know, they literally put a laser in your eye, you can smell you can smell it burning. It's crazy, and then Ugh. you like go to bed for two days, and you wake up, and it's like you're a new person. Ugh. It's insane. Jameis is back, baby, and he ends this podcast today. The bottom-tier starters at 17th overall did start all 16 games. Good for Jameis. Next podcast is the big one, boys. Next podcast, the final 16, the best 16 quarterbacks in the league, as told to you by the Left Coast Gamblers. That is coming up next week, and I'm excited for it. It's been a long run. Happy to be here. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crookston. That's it for the Left Coast Quarterback Rankings, Episode 3. See you next week. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls-Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.